Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the second episode of the Triplicity Podcast. You're here with Deja, John, and Jared. And we are here today to talk about the eclipses that are happening in Taurus and Scorpio. Yay! I mean, they do hit personal points for all of us. At least, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe, Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nice to be back with both of you again. As always. I always love being with the two of you. Yes. Like highlight of my whole life. Truly. Um, okay. We're all in our, our, our uh, we're all in our balsamic moon feelings tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Happy dark moon. Happy dark moon, everybody. We're recording this. It's uh, still March 31st. So this, we're recording this, what, like a week and a half before um mm-hmm. we upload it um so it's like haven't even s- seen what's happening in april so far and we're here <laughs> yeah. jumping in yelling yeah it's like weird we forecast and then we're forecasting something that's like so far it's like another mm-hmm. huge jump so it's just it's so interesting but fun and cool you can come back and we're like oh my god you're right <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Um, well, also in advance, thank you to everyone that submitted questions. We oh God, love yeah. and appreciate you. And we will be integrating the answers throughout the show. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. I, I love I'm, I, I love that we're going to ask people to like submit their cues about the things as prayer requests everybody submit your prayer requests and you know i'll also accept praise reports i don't know if your churches did that i am going to scream oh my god incredible i love it so when you have something great maybe it's like an astrologer good experience Mm -hmm. that even if it's a bad thing that's your praise report let us Mm -hmm. know if you have questions about things that are coming up in our next episode, send us your prayer requests. <laughs> Keep up with us on Twitter at Triplicity Pod. Um, Call in. Me- <laughs> We're standing by. We're standing by waiting for your call. <laughs> we have our prayer hotline going. Oh my God, it's making me think about those like. Um, the billboards on the side of the road that are like for truth call 1-800-GOD-SEND or something where where are you going when you die call 1-800-GOD-SAVES oh those are hilarious those are so funny um we'll need saving for this eclipse season no, sure I mean, not will. really it's i mean it's you know i feel mm-hmm. like you need saving every eclipse season maybe Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah i mean i guess we could dive into the chat then about yeah. everything that's going yeah. on in the sure. sky coming up the first yeah. one the taurus eclipse which is the new moon which would be a taurus new moon um but is an eclipse um is on saturday april 30th it looks like mm-hmm. yep yeah my scorpio one is in may <laughs> oh i wonder why <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Um, yeah, it's it's coming up and it's happening um, at 10 Degrees Taurus. And um, yeah, we're all going to be swallowed by the head of the dragon. Um, <laughs> and then when the Scorpio, we're going to be Shout ejected out. from the tail. <laughs> Yelling. Um, so do we want to talk real quick about just like high level what is an eclipse yeah so when looking at a chart to visually see an eclipse in the chart it is when there is a new or full moon that is within 15 degrees of the node yep i believe mm-hmm. is the cutoff i always yeah forget. i think it's 15 or is it 18 that's what i don't know if it's 15 or 18 is it 15 and then penumbral is 18 to the google machine mm, i actually think that could be it Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that could be it. <clears throat> so that that is like the the chart part of it. Um, right. I'm not going to just not describing the astronomical part of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the um, astronomically, we have the sun and the moon on the same plane of verticality in the sky. So the same declination in the sky. Um, because the node is when the moon passes over the sun's path through the sky. That's what's happening there. Um, so when the moon passes over the sun's path at the same time that the sun is there, um, from our perspective, they block each other out. And we get a Poof. Yep. Because normally, normally, like, it's not always like that. Sometimes, like, new moons, for example, the moon is, like, a little higher up relative to the sun or a little beneath or something like that. It's like, there's an axis, you know, if you look it up on Google, just YouTube it, what is an eclipse? You'll find this stuff. And they have great visuals. So, you know, take advantage of that. (laughs) An important thing to note is that it is a degree-based range. So you can have, Mm. if no matter, like... Right now, the nodes are in Taurus and Scorpio. However, we did have a Gemini or a Sag eclipse mm. while the no, node the- was in Taurus, Scorpio. There was a Sag solar eclipse. Uh, like it was a four- Taurus one. In November, right? Yeah, and then we had a Sag one after that. That was. Oh, but weren't the nodes still in Gemini? They, they went over by then? I think so. Wait, no, no, because I think that uh, for the true one, I don't remember which one, the one in the ephemeris, I know that the node switched to Oh, yeah, it was January 18th, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, a, so. It was a Taurus eclipse that we had in November. That, well, everybody while the nodes was were like, still in Gemini and Sag, yeah. Foreshadow! <laughs> so, yeah. astro.com, just for that degree range, um, 9 to 11 degrees for, like, total hmm. deg- eclipse. Um, mm-hmm. A partial eclipse gets out to like the 15 to degrees and then the penumbral, like just it's kind 18. of in the shadow is like out to 18 degrees. So gotcha. sweet. But okay. yes, to the, to the point is like, it doesn't matter. These celestial bodies don't care about the sign boundaries. Um, yeah. So unlike kind of other um, maybe where you might hear astrologers talk about um, out of sign conjunctions being a little bit less powerful um than conjunctions that are happening in the same sign um this would be an instance where i would argue like the visual phenomena of the eclipse still happens um and is therefore 
important, <laughs> regardless of the sign boundary. Yep. Yep. Eclipses. <laughs> yeah. And now, yeah, now, so we just chatted, briefly mentioned all the ones in, well, not all the ones, but the ones that we had, the clip cycle we had previously was in Sagittarius and Gemini. Um, now we're, and that was mutable air and fire and, you know, already chaotic within itself <laughs> and shifting into Mercury, Taurus. Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> just ridiculous. Um, uh, it's, uh, switching into Taurus and Scorpio is into fixed signs is definitely a, oh yeah, that's a, that's a shift for sure. It's a very interesting one. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like turning the volume up on the fixed axis, or at least yeah. on the Taurus part of our charts, right? Yeah. Um, and it's and when the volume is like cranked there, um, it's just like all the energy kind of gets sucked to that point of life, and so like wherever, wherever, um, like wherever Taurus is in your chart, like is definitely being activated in kind of like that like sucking um like sensation like where like all the um the pressure goes to like one spot um mm -hmm. and i'm i'm that sucking sensation i'm literally thinking about like it being the head of the dragon that just like inhales 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 um and never it never stops and so that's going to just kind of like pull you to that place um, it's like the big pit in star wars mm. <laughs> yeah just slowly drags you down. You like the slowly, yeah, just yeah, consumes you. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. That's good, it's old Rahu. <laughs> it's overwhelming. Like I feel like it's 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 just so dissatisfying. Taurus wants to be satisfied. Like doesn't really like not feeling satisfied. So it's just interesting mm -hmm. how this area of our lives are like getting this like hyper focus on things that like they they don't they're not feeling it it's <laughs> i don't know it's just every time i think of like the nodal the north node transit i'm just thinking about like all right this is just an area of your life where you're just you're not gonna feel okay about it like the whole time you're just gonna mm -hmm. keep feeling like you need more you need more and that yeah. all mm -hmm. the stuff that you've been taking in is just not enough mm -hmm. yeah. um or like I like to think of it in that wherever the Rahu K2 axis is in your chart is always going to be a relationship that you're contending with, kind of regardless of whatever mm -hmm. else is going on. So like mm -hmm. for me as a Rahu K2 410 person, it's like that idea of like work versus home is like so ever present in my day to day. Yeah. Mm. For sure. For sure. It, it's I don't know I feel like it's like a continual like this I, it's these two points where you're just like why <laughs> and it's just interesting how it's both sides of the chart it's not just mm -hmm. one singular you know Saturn in the second no no no, no. Mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. also you're not just thinking about this one area you're also thinking about the other side of the same coin and but doing the opposite thing over there it's mm -hmm. really funky. Mm -hmm. It's a weird reconciliation journey. <laughs> yeah, it's um yeah, it's just like it's it's just dissatisfaction and um being like unsettled um mm. is kind of like the feeling 
I always, anytime I describe like eclipses to like somebody who doesn't really know astrology, um, I always like go back to the ancient, like you're like a farmer in the ancient world and you're like out in the fields and you're doing your thing and it's like summer. And then all of a sudden in the middle of the day, it's like dark. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, 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 like, wait a second. And then suddenly it's light again. And it and it lasts for like, what, like a minute and a half, three minutes, like, because the moon's up there, like, flying through the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, it's so, you, like, it, it makes you stop and like, what is going on? What is happening? Mm-hmm. Everything is, is, like, the whole order of the universe is is backwards mm-hmm. right now it's night mm-hmm. during day mm-hmm. well, yeah. and because the sun and the moon are so integral to our understanding of like time and timekeeping like there are so many civilized like so civilizations that still use like a lunar based calendar where the new moon starts the m- month and that's how we're going to keep time it was just mm-hmm. like so ingrained and to see those two heavenly bodies that are doing this like beautiful dance to have this like weird like absorption like disappearance is so bizarre like your sense of time and reality can like so i don't know i if so if we did not have like our understanding of like colonial time and like the day starts at midnight like i'm being Mm -hmm. like holy shit like the thing that we use to figure out what what's going on is disappearing (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, and i think especially um that for like the the lunar eclipse because that could be like it's supposed to be a full moon Mm-hmm. Right. But it's not. Um, mm-hmm. which is like just a really like, ooh, that seems like versus I feel like the solar eclipse is like horror. <laughs> like because it's like because it's yeah. just so it's so obvious mm-hmm. um yeah. that it's happening. And the lunar is more like mental and unsettling. Yeah. 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 It's it's like in scary movies when there's like horror and then there's like paranoia, like that is Ooh. I feel like a good dichotomy for solar versus lunar eclipse. Yeah, yeah. So solar eclipses, that's when it's a new moon, right? New mm-hmm. moon. And then I'm saying this like I I I do have to ask myself every single time. I always have to check in. I'm not ashamed of that. Like solar eclipse is new moon and lunar eclipse is full moon, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. Yeah, you describe which body is being swallowed. Right. Um, and then it mm-hmm. also depends on which which node they're hanging out with. Like, and then mm-hmm. I feel like that even, I don't feel like that is true. That definitely, like, colors mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. The, the disappearance. And when the lights come back on, what's there? What happened? Mm-hmm. What do we see that we did not see before? What right. came through the portal? <laughs> no. <laughs> No. I think oh this God. might be a good segue to one of our questions about like misconceptions. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, you me. Thank you, Sammy, yeah. for your question. What are Seriously. some of the biggest myths or conceptions that y'all see about eclipses? Manifestation. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Doing like magic, like that they're um that there are powerful times for magic. I wouldn't argue that they're powerful times. I they, they certainly are. Wouldn't try to do magic um, <laughs> during an eclipse. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you can. People do. 
I, I'm don't plan. I that. won't be. <laughs> <laughs> I will be drawing the blinds and staying home <laughs> that day. Like, yeah, um, literally. I think uh, Oscar on, on Twitter always talks about like hiding from the baleful rays on, <laughs> um, on eclipses, and that's going to be me this year on yep. April 30th. I'm like, I'm going to shut the blinds and stay indoors. Truly, truly. Because like, why? Like why we have how many lunations <laughs> in the year twenty twenty like twenty four mm-hmm. depending and then you just have to sit out just a couple just a couple mm-hmm. and like why why like test this really uncontrollable uh, experience like there are so many other beautiful moon phases to work with right exactly this exactly. is not the one Barbara right. like i don't know like it's just it's when you just think about the moon and we think about how like the moon connects all the outer stuff to the outer stuff all like the heavenly stuff to earth and the moon is possibly like interacting with something that's going to make it invisible and go away Mm -hmm. why would you what can you get what what do you get out of that? You know, yeah. like I don't you know, like what information, what have you kind of what insight have you received from the heavens when you like the information giver, the light transmitter isn't there? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, the information know. getter as like the luminary, I like that a lot. And ah. that being being like interrupted by an eclipse, I just I love that uh, description. I think that's mm-hmm. like so perfect. Um, yeah, Miss Moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miss Moon, Miss Moon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was the fr- oh misconceptions of the eclipse? Misconceptions, right? manifestation, all mm-hmm. that. Is there any others that I I I mean? I- portals i oh it de- i mean it depends on how you use the the word it depends how you use the word yeah and you know everybody is a, a age, different yeah in the new age like whitewash spirituality way like bleh, no yeah <laughs> like opening up a portal to like a more powerful version of yourself like no, no. hard no hard no it's like i'm 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 all for the encouragement and i'm all for the positivity but just like just look in the mirror and go like hey you're a badass bitch. Yeah, you're sexy. That's all you need to do. Same you're energy. Hot. Same energy. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. I think it's it's like weird. Uh, new age spirituality is weird to me, and I, I think I don't think a lot of people realize how much of spiritual spirituality that people claim now and like right now is like new agey, really weird, and like like what's like hierarchical in this like Mm. like what is my higher self i don't what like literally what is that i i like that's a me thing like my higher self yeah like and uh, and like i don't know that i need like i exist on all sorts of levels already like i am the higher and lower. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't need to 
<laughs> separate yourself from that and make it yeah. something that's different. That's I, unattainable I that or that you have to try. That you have to do some like sort of like I don't know, it's it's bizarre. Like I, it's like this funky binary that I feel like is just so like my in higher self. I don't know. It's just I, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> we are clearly an anti new age spirituality podcast. There's some really <laughs> weird people out there. I don't know. It just, but like, I don't like, know. I'm all for having this idea of like the person you want to be or things you want to oh, work yeah. on, but just like, you oh, know, like, yeah. call it that. Call, be like, right. you know, today is the this, this Aries new moon that's happening. I'm going to use it to become a better, be better at this thing. Mm-hmm. All for that. Do that. In fact, yeah. great, great new moon to do that. I hope you all did that <laughs> when you listen with this previous Aries new moon. Hell yeah. yeah. And it like doesn't, like one, everything doesn't have to be this like out of body divine experience. Right. Like yep. being in the body is a divine it's experience. Is a divine beautiful. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's, it's beautiful within itself. Why do you, you have can, to do that? And like you can find like everything is there's divinity yes. everywhere. Like this, <laughs> Literally. this idea that it can only be accessed at like Certain, certain times, points. certain points, it's like bizarre. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. I will. I will say. I feel like there are points where it's easier to interact with divinity. Absolutely, for sure. For but sure. I will also. I'll gatekeep and say that an eclipse is not. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, I won't gatekeep. Um, I would say that the eclipse is probably easy to interact with divinity. But mm-hmm. it, is it part of divinity it, that you want to interact with? True. Or it, it's like I feel like it's maybe not like a it's interacting with it in a non like I don't want to say active way not like a non active way but it's kind of like just I don't know I I feel like sometimes people feel like you have to do something in order to have these divine experiences when in reality you literally just live your life have to exist like, yeah it, that that's a huge part of it being mm-hmm. on Earth putting your feet on the ground mm-hmm. and feeling thinking being like, a human interacting yeah. I don't understand why everybody is so afraid to be a human. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Mm. Oof. Doesn't make any sense. Um, but I mean, honestly, I feel like that's a really good point. I mean, considering this just Taurus mm. um, as a sign being ruled by Venus as an earth sign, it's very like physical, physically oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So if there's anything that is like this the quote unquote divine experience that you're having with these eclipses. It really could be like, well, I don't know, actually it depends on who you are and what you're doing and what your chart is looking like. But I, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there is this like, all right, don't forget about that. Don't forget about your body and what mm-hmm. that needs. Um, you don't have to call that in. I feel like it'll mm-hmm. just happen. I, the mm-hmm. eclipses just happen. Yeah. You don't need to call them happen. in. Right. Yeah. It just is just there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I want to mention another big misconception that I, maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but not every eclipse is like a big deal for you. That's mm. true. Like as as your chart is not all about you, not every eclipse is going to be directly about you. So like yeah. myself as a Gemini rising person, those Gemini Sagittarius eclipses hit me like a sack of bricks. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I do have Scorpio places, a lot of Scorpio places. So, like, these are going to hit me too, but for a different reason. Yeah. Right. These are not going right. to be in angular houses. So, it's important to understand, like, people can, I think, like, doomsday prep and be like, there's an eclipse happening. But, you know, like, if it's not hitting any super personal points or, like, not in a very, not in, like, a super angular part of your chart, like, 
cool you're just out. like panic. Yeah. I don't I don't advise panicking ever. I don't think it's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes people like to there's some popular astrologers like to be like, there's an eclipse coming. Or astrologers that like to be like, oh my God. <laughs> watch out. I'm like, okay, stop the fear mongering. We're fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the things that are meant to not be fine will not be fine, but you need to mm-hmm. relax. Right. Let yeah. those things reveal themselves to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. I will not entertain drama, chaos, confusion, and madness. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other misconceptions that you have about these about about eclipses or anything? I don't. I think that's primarily it for yeah. me. Like I don't think people. I remember the one mm-hmm. with the big one that we had in the United States. Me and my family. I'll never forget me and my the family. The Leo like, Aqua ones. Maybe I don't. I have. I really. I don't remember. I, I think I, no. I was definitely an undergrad. Or was I? Still I was going to say. I think it was. Yeah, because I was an undergrad. It was like when I was a junior and you were a sophomore. Yeah. Um, we got like pizza and sat outside and <laughs> I right, right in those baleful rays, same. I like went outside and just was like <laughs> My job gave us the like eclipse classes so we could look at them. Oh my god, it was oh, so cool. That's really cool. It was so cool, yeah. And that was like right around the time that I had started learning astro. And before I was yeah. even like checking transits or even like knew how a like this is before I knew how to calculate an eclipse, you know? Like right. it was I was right. so baby astro, but it was just like so cool to be like, oh, this is what it looks like. Right, yeah. Oh, cute times. Mems. Yeah. <laughs> Mems. I'm yelling. Um, okay. So I guess that's all for the misconceptions for mm-hmm. that prayer request. Thank you, Sammy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got through the bra- the basics of this one, basics of eclipses generally. Um Yeah, I guess we can chat through this one, just like this the did we talk through the details of this specific one yet, though? No, we Jared talked about did. it being at 10 Taurus. That's it. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about any of the other things we have here. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right, right, I mean, right. so yeah, what else is going on in the sky is, is really important. Um, so not only is it at 10 Taurus, right? That's like we talked about Taurus. Um, Uranus <laughs> is, <laughs> is there. Um, and so at the same time, this is happening with Uranus present. So there is like now on top of things being unsatisfied and unsatiated, they're now also being upheaved. (laughs) Um, So dissatisfaction and upheaval. Um, I think we talked about in one of our previous forecasts, like dissatisfaction with labor and what that could mean. Um, Like more strikes, more, you know, the workers doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wait, I feel like I completely lost Tentaurus. Uranus is the Uranus, right, right, right. There it is. Yeah. No, that Uranus is so frustrating and annoying. It's just so chaotic and just disturbing. Just for fun. Um it adds a very unsettling layer to an already unsettling time. Yeah. Yeah. In the sign that wants to be the most settled. Right. <laughs> right. It's like the funniest thing to me about this whole experience is like working with that is just so it's so tough. It's so tough cuz it's like when do you when does it end? When Uranus leaves Taurus and that's not for a good amount of time. So that's not fun. But 
Another Actually, really interesting part of this new eclipse cycle is mm-hmm. the moon will either be very, very happy with her placement or very, very unhappy with her placement. Oh, that that's is her true. exaltation and fall is the way we're moving into. Mm, interesting. Which, especially during the lunar eclipses, like the one that we will be having in Scorpio. Holy crap. <laughs> the yeah. moon is just, she's that's probably the most unhappy she'll be all year is during that oh. eclipse. Yeah. Sad face. Yeah. Teardrop. Mm. It's okay. Yeah. She'll get through it. Yeah. She moves, she moves is, fast. <laughs> truly. Uh, Venus is ruling this eclipse, the one in Taurus, and Venus is currently, or when this eclipse happens, will be in Pisces, applying to Jupiter. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious about like how like a rule like the ruler of the eclipse if that's any helpful at all like i don't know i feel like it's just kind of like cute that's fun you tried but like you still have no idea what's coming out on the other end like could it be a um wow this new uh so with the one in taurus the north node is going through taurus so it's like things maybe are popping up um but so then maybe it's like, I don't know, maybe it could be a fun popping up where it's like, oh, cute, a nice little thing. Or it also could be like that cute, fun thing, like going sour. Realize, yeah, mm-hmm. that it's not cute and fun. I don't know. Well, so like, I think that eclipses can be very positive. Hmm. Um like they can be what, but what mm-hmm. they truly are is volatile and unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Like you can predict when they're going to happen and where they're going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about it. Um, like, so that's kind of where I think that this one, especially the solar eclipse um, has like more potential to have positive outcome given its ruler, its ruler's mm-hmm. condition, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's the final dispositor's condition, um, like all the, all the things are saying that mm-hmm. there's more likely to be fortunate outcomes here, mm-hmm. but it's still unpredictable mm-hmm. um, and very up to a gamble. And so it's like very, it's, it feels really high stakes because of that, um, like high risk, high reward kind of scenario, but like high risk. <laughs> <laughs> like also high risk um and maybe uh so that's when i when i think about the moon's dispositor in the eclipse i think about what planet is the moon looking to for support to help her out of this like rut this pit that she is in um and that is venus and venus is very like in a very, very good condition. So the person that is supporting her is in a very, very good place to support her. Whereas mm-hmm. like if this eclipse was ruled by a Mars in Taurus, like mm. you're SOL, like that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and like, not, not entirely, like obviously there's mitigating factors and whatnot, but mm. essential dignity yeah. is, is, is important, is important. here. Yeah. <laughs> is essential. Sure. Let's say. <laughs> I'm yelling. Yeah. No, no, really. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be cute. It'd be cute. Definitely high risk, possibly high reward? Question mark. Maybe it's high risk, and then you just risked it and lost. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. <laughs> that's all there is to it. 
Interesting times, interesting times. Um, okay. Do we want to go to the next prayer request or do we want to keep breaking this down? Um, um, oh. Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. What were you going to say? No, it's okay. <laughs> I was going to say prayer request, but you seemed, yeah. you had another idea. No, no, no. I was, no, I was thinking that because I was looking at the one that was talking about the fixed signs, eclipses and the fixed signs having a longer reach than the others. Yes. Um, yeah. Great Incredible. question. A great question. From anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Yelling. Yeah. So this question was, um, there's a couple of, there's three questions in one question. Um, but they're all kind of like intertwined. So do the do you feel the eclipses and fixed signs have a longer reach? Or do upheavals show up more slowly? Or do eclip ah, do fixed sign eclipses reflect increased effort to make changes within a six month time frame? Um Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I I feel like this question is just so like well thought out and well worded in that. Truly. Um, one setting the stage for six months is like a good way to look at eclipses of like, if the eclipse is activated for you, um, what can you see the timeline of the events of the eclipse playing out, um, that like six month kind of timeline. And that's coming from, we have like a solar eclipse in, Ta in Taurus happening. And then six months later, it will be Scorpio season and we'll have the solar eclipse in Scorpio. So that's kind of where this six month cycle comes from. Um, and then just to go on and talk about essentially all the things that fixed signs can make eclipses do, <laughs> just like so eloquently. It's just a great question. Um, what are your thoughts? As a, as a fixed bitch, um, <laughs> <laughs> fixed signs are, yeah, they, if we go to the essential nature of fixed, it is durable. It is slow. It doesn't want to budge. There is this, I don't, it's not stagnation because that's not the word, but there is this like really, really strong idea of like what is mine and mm. what like, and how I do not want to stray from that. Like I have, like, yeah. I feel like this also in, in, is then incorporating some level of like boundaries, but with fixed signs, there is this like clear idea of this is, this is here, this is now, like I want to make this here and now kind of just exist and be. Yeah. Also, I think in horary, when things are fixed, it indicates things will take a long time to unfold. Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I've been diving into horary for the past couple of days. Um, <laughs> can't stop asking questions. Um, but that was one of the things. It's like fixed signs are, they just, they will sit there and it's not going to happen. It's going to really take a, it's going to take a good amount of time for like the whole story to kind of unfold or for a change to be made. Um, you are not budging that bull. No, <laughs> not at all. You are not budging that bull at all. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. So, I, but I think that like with that, um, these, this, the upheaval and stuff like that in Taurus, especially or both areas and all the fixed areas of your life. Well, no, no, sorry. I keep going around in Taurus, all these people, especially with Uranus and with these eclipses, I think that they're definitely going to be ones that stick around for a while or mm -hmm. they like kind of folding and like giving into it may take a little bit of time like being like okay fine uh or the things that like pop up or the things that disappear 
like you did not really want them to and maybe it takes a while for you to like come to terms with the fact that like this is no like it's gone you're done Mm -hmm. let it go Mm -hmm. um mm. it could also be that the eclipse story doesn't really become super apparent until the like Mm -hmm. one of the final eclipses because of that slowness in wanting to unfold Mm -hmm. I remember with like the Gemini Sag eclipses, like it was towards like the middle of the season that I was really like, oh yeah, like I I'm getting this. <laughs> um, and the Cancer Capricorn ones, as soon as they started, Ooh. I was like, Oof. Oof. no, that was all right. Not- Let's go. <laughs> that was um, so. Yeah, I think I think it does play into the kind of unfolding process of the eclipse story in a mundane sense, but also in like a personal personal sense. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Any other thoughts? I feel like I had one, but I like literally just flew right out of my little brain. So <laughs> I don't know. It was about fixed signs, which is what we're talking about. <laughs> Yelling. Oh, it was I, topical. I I even think that like sometimes like the fixed signs don't even realize that like a change could be made. Like I think mm. that like sometimes we could be so stuck in like our stuck in our ways that like Mm -hmm. we don't realize that there is another option Mm -hmm. um or we don't believe that that other option is something that's going to give us the thing that we need that we've that we've been having or i don't know you know like yeah and i just think about the difference between like cardinal and mutable um is like Deja, earlier when you mentioned things like appearing and disappearing, when they disappear or appear in cardinal signs, Mm. you like do something with them. Mm -hmm. Um, When they disappear or reappear in mutable signs, you like change them, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's what's happening. But when it's Mm -hmm. like when things disappear or appear in fixed signs, they they just appear and then are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like getting hit with a cinder block. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's a person that came to my brain when you said this. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> Can't it do anything about it. It's just yeah. is. Dang. Dang. Now, okay, sorry. This is bad, but now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm just thinking about Pluto and Aquarius. Sorry, I just had to say Being it. Being tangled with the, the Leo Aquarius eclipse center. Yep. Ooh. 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 Don't don't talk about my nodal return Please, like that, okay? No. <laughs> don't you dare talk about my nodal return like that. Yelling. That's hilarious. That's so funny. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so length. Definitely, definitely has a longer reach. Definitely shows up more slowly. Um, reflect, do they reflect an increased effort to make changes? Oh, no maybe it's like an increased effort to fight the change but not necessarily to make the change Mm -hmm. you know um yeah and i think it depends on um that question of like who is being dissatisfied like mm -hmm. if those in like those in power are probably resisting the change whereas those who are trying to gain the power are more apt to Mm -hmm. upheave which I think is kind of the, that's more like the Uranus, right? Like you're trying with this eclipse, you're trying to like resist the change, but the Uranus piece is bringing in this like requirement to change. 
um, which right. is really uncomfortable that both of those things are happening. Yeah. Throw a cinder block through a window. <laughs> of Don't a, get caught, Of bro. a corporation that's <laughs> but, yeah. polluting the earth or something or pe- paying employees poorly. Yeah. There's a lot of those. Don't <laughs> Yeah. Do not. Do not. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Going back to what you were saying at the beginning about like all the, the labor stuff and things of that nature. And everybody... Um, I think like me, maybe it was probably like Saturn Uranus Square specifically with this like great resignation movement that we're kind of in, and then also mm. with like the hundreds of strikes we've been seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely feel like it is that like no, no, this this thing that's supposed to be stable that we're always supposed to have, we don't have mm-hmm. it, and like you guys are literally keeping it from us. So we're gonna throw cinder blocks through <laughs> your windows yeah like we do not we're not encouraging people to do yeah. this we do not mm-hmm. condone violence or anything violence, drama, <laughs> chaos or confusion <laughs> yelling um I was, oh we, and we all because we have to think about taurus as yes it's the sign that likes like it enjoys it loves but taurus is ruled by venus which inherently she wants she wants fairness she wants justice mm. yes mm. those qualities are more overt in libra there's a more action oriented part of it but taurus still understands and recognizes what what is right and this right. idea of like i want to sit and graze my land and you can sit and graze your land and we can be friends from a distance it's <laughs> true I think Angela Davis has maybe the sun in Taurus or Taurus rising. Um, she's a really prominent Taurus placement. I know that for sure. Um, and that was like one. Queen maybe Elizabeth. like Taurus in Aquarius. You're kidding. Queen Elizabeth, uh, Taurus, sun, Scorpio, Saturn, conjunct her MC ruling the chart. Wow. Interesting. What yeah. degree is her sun? Zero. She's born on 420. Eh. <laughs> it might actually be April 19th, but it might be 420. Um, <laughs> interesting. Well, yeah. I would I would love to see a darkening of a sovereign. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> We used to get those like those like um, soundboard. Sound you just do that. That's actually a really good idea. We used to think about that. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Yelling. Ah, amazing. Okay. Um then I don't know. Where do we switch gears we, to uh, now? I feel we, so we, like we gotta talk about Facebook. Unfortunately, oh, the yeah, necessary evil uh, that is Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Buckle up, kids. <laughs> We're in for a I'm wild so ride. Annoyed. I'm so annoyed that it's them. Like it, <laughs> it makes me mad. When did they just okay, so they announced that they were gonna change their name to Meta in October, but when did they finally make the switch? Do we know? So the the corporation name is Meta, but when you look in the Facebook app, it is still Facebook, but it says like Facebook by Meta or something God. like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So I don't know if they're changing the name of the actual like Facebook platform, but the comp- it, like Instagram and Facebook are now owned by Meta, Meta and not by right. Facebook. Right. Hmm. That makes sense. So, yeah, so it's not necessarily the the platform isn't called mm-hmm. Meta. Mm-hmm. The, That's just the, the corporation is called mm-hmm. Meta. 
It's just mm-hmm. wild that it's a freaking corporation now. Like that's what within itself is just so mm-hmm. whatever. I, yeah, I was just thinking, calling themselves ahead. meta like they don't actually exist in reality. When like they're they're a terrible corporation that like pollutes the earth and underpays employees and like sexually harasses people in the workplace and like does all of the things that big corporations do horribly. Um, mm-hmm. And then they they present themselves as kind of like existing outside of reality, um, mm. which just pisses me off. Which is very much having an Aquarius sun. Yeah. <laughs> that debilitated sun. Yeah. 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 It's annoying. It's really, it's, it's, it's just, it's not, o- it's not okay to me. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's because the, these things that you may be interacting with, and this is another thing that I think relates back to the whole new age, anti-new age movement that we are initiating is like this idea that your, whatever you're doing in this like non-physical realm somehow doesn't have any repercussions in the physical realm is like really bizarre to me. Cause like, yeah, sure. If you want to like create this um, non-physical space, that's great, but like that doesn't mean that it's going to completely. It doesn't exist in a vacuum. It literally does not. Like, yeah, I- and it's it's so interesting because there is that point, and then there is the almost I don't want to say exact opposite point of that. Everything that you were doing in this metaverse, like, is not is not real. Like, yeah, it is consuming so much to produce something that is mm-hmm. not real. But like, you have a this goes back to, I feel like our divinity discussion of like, like you Mm -hmm. have a body just like experience life. And like, yes, lots of people live in like really shitty conditions in the world right now. Like we are in Kali Yuga. Yes. But like what the the people that live in those shitty conditions are not going to be the people that are exploring this metaverse. Like exactly. That's exactly. I was just about to say that. For people that already have every friggin' thing that they could ever need or want to then have that in a space that is not real. Yep. But it's also and so it, real and has such real impact. Yeah, and like it's it's like not real, so that they can play out essentially like terrible fantasies, right? Like you can play yeah. that out without consequence, mm-hmm. and then, but then there, there's like real impl- like you, like you're still a body, like <laughs> you're still a person, <laughs> like yeah. you, and like it doesn't feed your mouth, right? Like it, it like it doesn't <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, it doesn't put food on the table. Like, it, I mean, it, like it, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't like nourish your body. It doesn't yeah. make you. Doesn't make life. Life. Doesn't yeah. make life. Period. <laughs> it, <laughs> really? It's not life generating. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. That's the. the it's son like, of the bendings of this like Taurus Scorpio yeah. <laughs> nodal thing. Oh, right. We, I don't think we mentioned this. Uh, mm-hmm. Facebook has the nodes, the North Node in Taurus, South Node in Scorpio, Sun, like, almost right at the bendings or right after the bendings, like, maybe a degree away. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're having Shout their... Shout out to Patrick Watson for that chart. Thank you. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Facebook is having its nodal return right now. So that's why yeah. we're like, all right, this is probably going to be something for them. Um, but, yeah, no, it's really... I. It doesn't make, it seems counterproductive to me, like, because, and I always think of like the fifth house when I think of fun and amusement and all that stuff, right? But there is this, there's like this, the fifth house stuff is supposed, 
yeah, it's supposed to support and enable your your being. Like it, the fifth house makes a trine to the first. Like these these your fun and amusement is supposed to kind of like, su- yeah, support you as a being as like mm-hmm. a real entity. But this space, one I feel like is very. Um, I I just think well, as we all know, capitalism is not something that is conducive with creating community and like all the problems that I feel like people the a lot of the like oppression and inequality that we see in this world is because people literally just lack basic empathy and like mm-hmm. basic compassion and sense of community for literally the people who literally live right next door to you like mm-hmm. and then saying that you need to have this outlet in this like space with these people who you don't know at any point and like granted i feel like that can like come at like um like different online communities and things like that but at the same time i feel like there is this sense of like you can't go that far with them like you're not like creating an avatar that's like all that stuff and you're not doing all this like you're playing ping pong like do like do something yeah no it's um i don't know i i I, i'm not a fan and they're like 300 dollars. like those like goggles they're like they're so expensive so the people who actually need to escape their reality like aren't even going to be the people who are able to do that they don't fit over my glasses like (laughs) that's true and isn't that bad for your eyes like i feel like it has to be bad for your eyes (laughs) i mean it has to be bad for your eyes but like I mean, we say that I grew up, I've played video games since I was like, I could hold it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, but it's like I've right told, here. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like that's different. Where do you think I was holding my Game Boy? When <laughs> I'm, I'm yelling. Until I like until 3.30 in the morning till my eyes started bleeding because I wanted to play Pokemon Emerald. <laughs> yelling. And that was, that's another thing for me. Why don't just play video games? Like, that's what I, I, I didn't understand. I'm like, why can't you just play video games? Because isn't that the same? Yeah, isn't it? I think I'm I'm all for like connecting people from across like the world. I mean, like us, right? Like right, we're this yeah. like, we're this like online kind of space. But like at the end of the day, like I can't hold your hand today. Like when we get to Norwalk, yeah. we're gonna like hold hands and cuddle, right? We're like, <laughs> like that. Um, but like at the end of the day, like I I have. Like I do have to like log out of this space and I have to go eat. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And it's and like I to and, bed. I, and I feel like, yeah, and I feel like the presentation of like the Facebook metaverse is that you don't have to do that. Like you do those things in there. I'm like, but hmm, your body is still gonna be hungry, right? Like that's kind yeah. of, it's like the way that they present it is like this is this utopia that you can go live in. It's like just hmm. play Animal Crossing. But but I'm still gonna be hungry. Yeah. Why would I go there? I'm still gonna be hungry. no yeah go play animal crossing it's a life sim just just it's the same experience just as fun probably more fun i'm wearing my animal crossing hoodie right now (laughs) yeah i don't uh, and any 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 large-scale corporation or honestly anybody who tells you that what they're creating is a utopia that should be a like a ginormous red flag imo because no that does like <laughs> no. it does that does not exist. So you just it's not possible. Because then also it's just 
digital stuff reflects real life stuff. So there's going to be very problematic things going on in the metaverse. Why? Because like the people, first of all, people who can afford to do that stuff are probably the people who are like reinforcing committing and, scandals IRL. Right. Like so they're <laughs> going to keep doing that there and it's mm-hmm. going to become a whole other thing which is whatever. But I would watch out for any kind of Facebook thing or metaverse big thing to happen on the exact nodal return which is 16 degrees of Taurus Scorpio. So, whenever that day is. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, Facebook just within itself. Mark Zuckerberg is foul. I'm I love how both of you pull up John has their members and Jared has his honeycomb player. It's so funny. I'm just like August August 28th. Hmm. So around that last week of August, Mm. we'll see what happens with Facebook and Meta. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'll be something. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Um, any other thoughts about that, about Facebook? Any other, oh, any other, like, things generally about, um, any, like, notable transits with the nodes in Scorpio and Taurus that we want to chat about? I will just, I just want to throw this out there because it was my favorite thing that I came across while I was researching this, is that Martha Stewart's prison sentence lasted, (laughs) like, about the time frame from, like, a Scorpio eclipse to a Taurus eclipse, um, and so she was like sent to prison during a Scorpio eclipse and then, um, freed from prison during a Taurus eclipse. And it's just, I just, I just love that so, so much. <laughs> like just, That was, that was a good one. And she's Scorpio rising. She's Scorpio rising. Yeah. And, um, mm. she has Saturn in Taurus. Um, and I was thinking mm. about Saturn being kind of like the natural significator of prisons, um, right. and for this like eclipse to happen on her prison indicator, um, <laughs> <laughs> for her to go to prison and then it being What's Taurus and like there was jokes about like her prison cell being like decorated like yeah, it just like, it feels very like Saturn mm-hmm. and Taurus mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true isn't didn't she go to prison for like wasn't it like tax stuff yeah, she like, knew yeah she knew her stocks were gonna drop so she pulled a bunch of money out of them or something insider, insider, insider trading, trading. yeah so she had information about very what was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's white collar crime and people do it literally all the time. Um, and she was just a woman who got caught doing it. Dang. I don't even know what that is. Like, I don't even know what insider trading is. I, I heard of it. <laughs> it's, it's, where, it's where you know what the stock is going to do before it happens because, because you have they're information made up. about the business. So that it's like, you know that the business is about to sell off something and that's going to have an impact on the stock and you know that um and because you know that you make a move on your stock holdings of that business before it happens either purchasing or selling so that Mm. when the thing happens your stocks either you sold them before they tanked or you bought them before they skyrocketed and you Mm. isn't that but that just sounds like like a smart move if you have um non-public knowledge so like if you if you are like a part of the business like on the board or like have knowledge from board members of the business which is what happened with martha stewart is like she had inside knowledge before it was public because the whole point of the stock market is that it's public and supposed to be fair traded but it's not because men run it um and (laughs) 
<laughs> yelling. Um, if you want an incredible movie about how the stock market is a sham, um, Trading Places. Incredible mm-hmm. movie. I think it was made in like the 80s. Um, Eddie Ooh. Murphy and Dan Aykroyd are in it. Um, it's really good. It's like a it's like a like a white dad movie. Like my dad likes this movie a lot, but it is really good. <laughs> Can vouch. It's a good movie. Uh, sounds fun. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Poor Martha Stewart. I mean, she's still killing it though. Yeah, I'm okay, Team Martha. Yeah, I'm Team Martha. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I never thought I'm it was her. anything. I'm with her. <laughs> uh, that's funny though. I didn't know she had Scorpio rising. I don't know. She gives off a like a slightly mysterious vibe, but mm-hmm. also very like not. I don't know. It's funny. It's because there's two major kinds of Scorpios. <laughs> there are the stereotypical like I dress in all black, I play uh, heavy metal guitar, and I am still in my emo phase. And then there's Scorpios like me that disguise themselves <laughs> as like unicorns, yelling. And that is the kind of Scorpio that she is, yelling. I love Martha Stewart. I don't think she's done anything super problematic. Not that nothing. I, I mean, I'm sure if we it. really went digging, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, no. There's something on everybody yeah. at Zoe Kravitz. Twitter, <laughs> your Twitter destroyed you. It's <laughs> <laughs> wild, absolutely wild. I still don't even like, really know what happened, but I know everyone's dragging her, and I'm just I'm living. It's it, so. Do you want me? Do you want to know? Yes, no? I do. Yeah, if, it, yes, I do. <laughs> Neither of you know. Mm. Oh my god. Okay, so you know, Will Smith slapped. Chris yeah, Rock, famously. Right, whatever, right? <laughs> she first of all had the most boring dress. It was, you know, it's cute. <laughs> it would have been cute. It would have been like ignorable if she didn't say anything. But she went on Instagram <laughs> and posted and was like, "This is the, this was the cute dress that I wore to the award show, where apparently it's okay to get assaulted on, or like apparently where we're assaulting people on stage now, or something like that." And then everybody on Twitter literally dug up stuff on her that like i did not know like apparently <laughs> she was like hitting on jaden smith when he was like 14 and she was not a 14 year old like <laughs> like I'm a, like a real adult no it's like i was like what and she said it that's the thing for me is like i don't understand why people say these things in an interview like she was talking to an interviewer one of those people that do those mm-hmm. things with media whatever and like said that she was like oh i have to like catch myself you're a weirdo for like being okay and comfortable with saying that out loud like what let alone even just having that thought period but yeah so that was one thing she also did this whole thing on instagram once where i just saw that recently she was just like i am not a black artist i i don't listen to i don't eat my black pasta i don't do my black walk it was something she was like i am just an artist and it's like okay fine like whenever people say that i'm like all right i kind of get you but like at the same time like shut up don't say that (laughs) don't say that because you are like you Um, are (laughs) obviously okay to assault somebody at the award show they give awards to assaulters all the time yeah literally all the time (laughs) hello jim carrey going up and kissing alicia silverstone that finding everything out about that with him was like wild. But as you know, it's just wild. celebrity bullshit to distract us from what like the government is doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. What is going on right now that we're missing that we're forgetting about? I don't know. I mean, they just 
passed some like Pentagon bill of like $31 bajillion. And I was like, oh, mm. but student loans. Yeah. I mean, they're funding, <laughs> they're funding the military. Yeah. That's, that's mm. what's happening. That's, yeah. They're, pol- they're that's, polluting the world. Yeah. Literally. I, the United, I don't, I, mm, the United States military, I'm sorry, really quick. How much money do they, their budget is like $700 billion. I sent the graph to my dad. Hold on. And it's like, you. everyone's okay with this. And the United States military has the highest like carbon emissions. It's like the fifth highest carbon emissions in the world, like compared to other countries. Mm-hmm. Like this just United the military. States, just the mm-hmm. military. That is so. So, so yeah. our entire budget for fiscal year 2022 is $1.5 trillion. My the God. military gets seven hundred and sixty-five billion of those dollars, which is fifty percent. Absolutely wild! But yes, drink your, drink your from your metal straws. Do those things. Yeah, I mean, I think that's actually really cute, though. I'm not gonna hold you. Like, I think things like that are really cute. It's but cute, like, but you're not the problem. Not as a consumer. No. Mm-hmm. No. Like you're you're literally just like at the mercy of capitalism. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not like you're not at fault for being a consumer. The, like you're you're literally just like that's keep your ordering your iced coffee and getting your avocado toast girls. We yeah. support you. <laughs> yes. This is Gen Z solidarity. You're, you're a body. Yeah, like, you're a physical being. You're Go a physical enjoy yeah. physical things. Yeah. Um, it's very true. Yeah. Consume. So that's what Rahu in Taurus wants us to do is to consume. True. <laughs> but maybe I really like the way this is all going. This conversation mm-hmm. is great. <laughs> it was we covered a lot of different angles. <laughs> we really did, but it's all like within it's like a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's all like tied together in this. Mm. Um my favorite thing about researching for this one was finding out that the PlayStation, the original PlayStation was released on uh 1994 Scorpio solar eclipse. Just kind of cool. It's very it's so cute. cute. I love that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, things that are things that are happening. They're sticking around. They're here. Like PlayStation mm-hmm. is still fixed. that is a fixed thing. Doing yes. Thing. Yep. And oh my god, yeah. And they only have five PlayStation. Five PlayStations. It's moving slow, you know, and they're not mm-hmm. about to turn over faster anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like still even hard to get a PS Five. Like it's been say, out for yeah. a while, and it's like still just hard to get one. Yeah. Um, we do still have a. One question left to answer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From our friend, uh, Farm Astrology asked, <laughs> North Node soon to, North Node, North Node <laughs> soon to pass over my natal Mercury during a third house Mercury year. What should I expect? So, wait, okay. Hmm. Hmm. What to expect? Yeah. Maybe feeling dissatisfied with third house topics. Um, wait, is it going to the third? We'll no, it's um, going. It's the uh, Rahu will be transiting the, the third lord. house ruler, which is the time lord. Yes, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. From the third house, I assume the third house is the. Actually, I know the third house is the perfected house because I know this person. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think i know this person i think i'm reconstructing this person's chart well enough in yeah. my brain to yeah. be able to say that the last time i experienced something similar this same configuration i mentioned in our pre-show chat during the last um rahu and taurus um which was when i was in middle school 
or would maybe two Rahu into one Rahu and Taurus ago, right? That right. No, it would have been two for you for middle school. Two thousand four. That 2004 one. Two thousand four was that was that was the full a full nodal cycle. So in two thousand four, I would have been in a third house um, Mercury year, and Rahu would have been passing over my Mercury and Taurus that year. Um, and I spent that year writing a lot of erotic poetry and Christian poetry to Dreaming. throw people off the scent of the erotic poetry I was writing. <laughs> So that's what you and can expect. It's not the Taurus Scorpio axis. <laughs> I don't know what is. That is so funny. That is so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say to uh, when stuff is ever going on in that like 11, three space, I always think of it as a huge, like introvert versus extrovert, like debacle that is happening. Like how much mm-hmm. energy do I want to put out versus how much energy do I, how much energy do I want to conserve for myself and for my like community? Mm-hmm. Um, and Mercury is such like a fast wild planet that the energy can be hard to tame. And I think Rahu just exacerbates Mercury's like pinballiness. So I wouldn't expect things to slow down by any means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Doing a lot of third house things probably you know all the excuse me as Jerry was saying all the writing um, uh in the various <laughs> formats various mediums um maybe doing starting like a journaling practice um or maybe maybe you realize that like like a hope in no no no, no i'm taking that back <laughs> Yeah, that's all I can think about. Doing a lot of third house things, writing, sibling stuff. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. you get some good chats with neighbors, or <laughs> you like have good, ex- not good experiences, but have like more experiences with them. Um, I don't know if this person is going to Norwalk or not, but that's going to be really interesting if you mm-hmm. are. And oh, I would, that's true. I would also say. Is this a cancer rising chart? <laughs> like that's yeah. what I'm because I, I was like, wait, am I self-inserting here? Because no, yeah, you're, you're not. Mercury, you're not. Mercury is also ruling your 12th house. Um oh, so yeah. the North Node passing over the ruler of the third, while Mercury is your time lord, um, that's also going to activate the 12th house. Mm-hmm. Um, so there could be like maybe a chance to do some like a writing retreat um or mm-hmm. something like that would be like a a good I like to like lean into the astrology in a way that's um, useful. So like if you can in a healthy way, yeah, lock yourself away to write. Like if that's a thing that you can do while still feeding your mouth, um, then then do it. Yeah. Or even like work on your personal astrology practice, especially with Mercury ruling your 12th and Mercury being the significator for astrology. Very true. Mm. Very true. Hmm. That may make sense as to why I don't do things sometimes. Sorry to like. What? The- <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I have Mercury and Sat also combust and also retrograde. So sometimes I, I like miss certain details about it. And then like other people will point it out. And I'm just like, how in the world did you miss something so freaking <laughs> obvious? <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, it's so, it's so interesting. I miss the most basic things, but then also like 
can say the most I don't know, lofty, like advanced. Lofty. <laughs> right. Yeah, and well, then it's yeah. like, how did you get there? But whatever. Um, oh, that's fun. Very fun. Good question. Good question. Good questions. Thank you. Please keep submitting. We love them. We love you all. Thank you for supporting our success on the Triplicity podcast. XOXO. <laughs> Yelling. Yelling. <laughs> ah, this was fun. Do we have any other thoughts or anything about about Leclipse? Le keeps. Uh no, I I'm um like I said, it's my favorite day of the year, uh April 30th. So um I am interested to see what this eclipse brings. Like I'm personally just like I'm really curious to see what appears um on that day or this and this year. Um it's going to be interesting. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. You know, my chart ruler is Mercury and Scorpio. I'm Mercury is my time Lord. This is going to, this is going to hit. So I'm just going to roll with the punches. K2 going over your, my ascendant Lord was interesting. It's when I started learning to fish like formally, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Mm. I, the south node went over my sun and mercury last year and i don't know i did a lot of astrology a lot more mm-hmm. than what i would have what i thought but mm-hmm. i think it was just like a just like putting so much astrology out there mm-hmm. um but yeah, that I hate too. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know if i have any other thoughts about this one though just like guess keep your eyes peeled Make sure you're following all of us on all the social medias um, because I feel like we we all will probably talk about it um, as the time gets closer. Mm-hmm. Um, Follow but, us on Twitter at Triplicity Pod. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Thank you for supporting Zodiac Buzz. We oh, got my god. oh my god. Oh my god. Oh shit. I almost like, I don't know why I keep I was, forgetting. I was like, did like we, I don't think we had gotten funded by the time we recorded the last one. We had. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. so yay. Yay. So exciting. Ah, and we're, we're at, actually, let me check right now. Um, where's my, there it is. I have a Kickstarter tab up continuously that I will never close <laughs> out of. Uh, we're at $18,437. Hell yeah. Oh my gosh. $1,500 more. And we all get posters. So I hope I'm that- yelling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hollering. Yeah. Oh, that's very fun. It's very fun. I love the posters. They're so cute. I think They're the posters so is what really did it. Like the the posters is really what. Because I know I added like three posters to mine. I was like, I, I can't wait to see them. I can't wait to see in everybody's house. Literally, I can't wait until we're recording this podcast and we all have the posters. (laughs) Posters in the back. (laughs) It's going to be so cute. Ah, I love it. I love it so much. I just, I feel like we needed some planet love. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I I feel like planets needed to have their moment because even then people who aren't even interested in astrology, who just have a vague interest in like the planets generally mm-hmm. speaking i always forget that there's like another side of planets though that's like not astral is so wild <laughs> me. i always forget um maybe they'll People like just it. like think the planets are cool sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was that was me before 2019 yeah, like that was me but like <laughs> yeah so and then they start reading it and they're like wait what so it's really cute <laughs> 
So yeah, yeah, get excited. Um, yeah, happy. Well, it's the new moon's way over by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's mid month. Like, so happy, oh, right. happy uh, full moon. At this happy point. Mars oh, into yeah. Pisces. Um, oh yeah, and Venus is in Pisces right now too. Then that's cute. Yeah, yeah. Mars and oh. Pisces. It's still Aries. It's probably about to be the Libra moon, or just has been the Libra moon, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When this yeah, it's airs. around, it's around full moon time. So yeah, go scream at the moon. That's like my favorite thing to do. So yelling. Yelling. Happy Says Easter the, for those that celebrate. This will be our I almost too. forgot about that again. <laughs> I always forget that's a holiday that people actually celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was kind of like a joke. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. I did not think it's just something about Easter's just a meme. Not, it just it doesn't feel real. It just doesn't. Like I think I think the variability in the date is what makes it feel so because it is the yeah, only maybe. like still astronomical based holiday. Yeah, really. that actually makes a lot of sense. But I thought that like, okay, this is sorry, this is not important. But it's just that was in church. I thought that that was the day that Jesus resurrected. It so is. I thought that that's when you celebrate it. Yeah. Oh, that's so you. Yeah, and it's the reason why it's celebrated. So here's why: it's because <laughs> so in the Bible we actually have like here we're going to church, everybody. We're going to church. <laughs> We actually have like um, a known time when Jesus came to Jerusalem and like came into the town riding on the back of a donkey and everybody like waved palm leaves at him and we have Palm Sunday. Right. So we have Palm Sunday. And then there's like there the Bible talks about the amount of time that passed between Palm Sunday and when Jesus died. And because Palm Sunday is based on the lunar calendar, we can calculate do the whole thing. Gotcha. Okay. 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 <laughs> Come on, Easter. Let's get <laughs> yelling, yelling. Amazing. I guess is that it? Do we have any other thoughts? Any other things to say to share? That's it. I just I love you guys. Sorry, this I love is you so, so much. This is so I not expect, yeah. Not expect to like give a Bible story. <laughs> I'm yelling. a sermon, if you will. It's a great way. Maybe every every episode we come with a new Bible story, but we won't we won't prepare. We'll just, it, we'll just it'll just it have to be integrated go. somehow. Right, somehow. I, because of my oh, art history so background, I know like enough. Right. It basically is like learning yeah, how to Bible, because, but because of words. my background it in is. Christianity. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Screaming. Judith Screaming. and Holofernes. Mm. Fuck me up. Best Bible story. <laughs> Which one is Google that? You, um, but, okay. Judith next week. Is, next time. Next time. Okay, okay, time. Yeah, that'll, that'll be next week's story. Judith is next week. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>